from six feet away, you say, hi, my name is Alex Center. I'm from Oceanside, New York. I love sports. I love design. I love comedy. And, uh, you know, I, I, I love building brands, you know, and that's my that's my introduction. You know, that's who I am and that's what I'm about. In this episode of Package Design Unboxed, we speak with Alex Center, former design director at Coke and the founder of Center Design. We talk about everything from his early beginnings to the recent launch of United Sodas of America. Learn how a kid from Oceanside was able to conquer packaging. Awesome. Ready. All right, so today we've got uh, Alex Center from Center Design. Um, Alex, thanks for being here. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely, man. So you've done, you know, rounds of Skillshare classes. You've emceed the die line. You did two hours on the future. Uh, but for those that have yet to know you, uh, can you give us the highlights? Oh, boy. Right out the gate. Um, <laughs> I'm Alex Center. Um, I'm a son of a Joni. Uh, that's my mom. And I'm a graphic designer from uh, Brooklyn, New York, who has spent most of his years designing for the beverage brand Vitamin Water, um, which was my first job as a professional graphic designer. And uh, that company was acquired by Coca-Cola, uh, $4.1 billion, no big deal. And uh, I then spent the next 10 years working inside of Coke, uh, building brands, billion dollar brands, global scale, FIFA, World Cup, you know, Olympics, all that fun stuff. And then uh, two years ago, I decided to leave and open up my own branding and design studio um, in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. We're currently seven people isolated and uh, working remotely, but uh, still doing it every damn day and building brands and working with a lot of startups and, uh, you know, launching a lot of new things into the world. So tell me about the FIFA World Cup. So what, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know you're a big sports guy. And, yeah. You know, typically basketball, but FIFA World Cup, what would you guys do for that? Yeah, so Coke, I mean, I bring up World Cup really just because Coca-Cola has so many global, you know, sort of sponsorships and partnerships. And, um, you know, when you're working for a beverage company that's like a, a startup independent, like uh, in Queens where Vitamin Water was, you know, we were a, a small team and we we're doing a lot of great stuff and bodegas and, uh, you know, supermarkets and, uh, you know, maybe some local events. And then, you know, we when once we were acquired by Coke, you know, things <laughs> escalated quickly. And then, you know, vitamin water was like the official water, you know, enhanced water of, uh, you know, the Olympics. And then I was working on Powerade, which is the Coca-Cola on sports drink. And we were doing like World Cup activations and promo packaging and, you know, uh, campaigns. And, you know, the scale went from sort of local beverage brand to global beverage brand. And so I use... Uh, World Cup, FIFA, Olympics, you know, those are in my mind some of the biggest, <laughs> the biggest properties in the world. And so I, I did a bunch of different, you know, activations and partnerships and, you know, sort of campaigns and packaging uh, for, for both Vitamin Water and Powerade um, for, for, for both the Olympics and World Cup, because those are both Coca-Cola uh, sort of sponsored events. Going from there, from yeah. Olympics and World Cup, yeah. you know, backing it up. You studied in uh, at, in Buffalo. Yeah. 
I went to SUNY Buffalo in uh, Buffalo, New York. Um, I grew up on Long Island, so that's a, a suburb of uh, New York City, about 45 minutes from where I am right now. And so uh, I've been a New Yorker my whole life, and uh, I went to school up in Buffalo, uh, Western New York, technically, and very cold, and uh, but a great city great sports town and um yeah that's what i went to study uh communication design is what i studied in, in college okay. mm -hmm. do, do you recall uh in that in that program was there a lot of packaging uh that you were working on i don't think i did a single packaging project in college i mean yeah. i could be wrong uh my memory and now it's uh you know it's been a couple of years um but i don't recall having anything in my portfolio that was a package design project so i, I mean i can't <laughs> i can't be certain because my memory isn't that strong but i want to say no i want to say i didn't do a single package design assignment in my entire four years of undergrad at all that's, that's crazy yeah and, you know you know looking today like every design program has some aspect of packaging whether yeah. it's you know doing a can or doing a bottle or a six pack mm -hmm. uh, you know studying at buffalo yeah not doing any packaging and then coming out and working on some of the biggest brands <laughs> in packaging you know <laughs> uh you know tells a lot yeah suny buffalo and i don't want to disparage them as a, as, as a design school but they're not a sort of like fine arts you know it's not school it's not sva it's not pratt it's not RISD, it's not syracuse it's not you know uh it's it's not any of the big graphic design programs and you know for me i always use that as like a kind of a chip on my shoulder kind of like a you know a quarterback who gets drafted in like the eighth round you know yeah. it's like hey i didn't go to one of these like sort of fancy art schools and to a certain you know to a certain degree that was my decision <laughs> i didn't want to go to one of those you know fancy art schools um even though i knew i wanted to study art in college but um i yeah i mean i for me uh, a lot of my package design experience and a lot of my learning about design quite literally happens on the job in my first year or two uh, working for uh glasso which is the beverage brand that makes vitamin water and smart water. And so um, I always say the best way to learn how to be a designer is to be a designer. So for me, quite literally, I was learning on the fly. And uh, I remember there were some painful moments for me in my early professional you know, junior graphic design career where I was quite literally trying to figure out how to do things that I didn't know how to do um, in Illustrator or like when it came to like, you know, production artwork or packaging files and things like that. I just didn't know. and. Um, uh, at that time, it wasn't quite as easy, you know, couldn't just turn on like a YouTube <laughs> video and just watch a quick film on how to do it and just like go back to work. It was sort of like trial and error and like ask someone <laughs> like I had like production people that I worked with that were super fucking uh, sweet to me and like, you know, understanding that I was a young kid that was literally learning how to be a graphic designer on the job. So um, I'm thankful to those people that um, were patient with me and like helped teach me some things when I, you know, quite literally was, was learning. How soon after you graduated, did mm -hmm. you land at uh, vitamin water? Yeah, no, that was my first job right out of, right out of college. It was, um, yeah, I, I think I started in like, I graduated in like 
March or April and I started there in May, I think. It, it was it was pretty pretty soon after that I started working there. Um, after college, I had an internship in my senior year. I worked for the New York Knicks, um, which as a sports fan was like the coolest thing ever. Um, but um, yeah, no, my first job as a professional graphic designer with a $45,000 a year salary and a, and a cubicle and a business card was, was, was at Glasso. Uh, working on vitamin water, um, you know, sort of activations and, um, you know, programs and packaging and stuff like that. And yeah, I mean, those production people, uh, you know, their name, Michael Skinner and Benwood Pang are the two people that like quite literally, you know, sort of taught me the ropes when it comes to like pa packaging production and like file handling and artwork. And, you know, I think, <laughs> like I said, they were very patient with me and um, I would just send them my files because, you know, I, I had learned in school conceptual you know, sort of branding and communications of design. And I wasn't necessarily a, 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 a production <laughs> savvy kind of art and, you know, mechanical file, uh, you know, uh, creator. And so uh, sometimes I would take things, I would make things and I would just sort of like, you know, package them up in a file files. And, you know, back in the day, and I'm going to sound like a thousand years old now, but like, this is in like 2000 and like six and seven, like you quite literally have to like burn stuff onto CDs and like send them to like, you know, get, you know, you know, produced and things like that. And so, you know, I would, <laughs> I would give them the worst artwork ever and they would have to like clean everything up and they would have to like, you know, get all the colors right and separate all the layers. And like, basically they would take my ideas and my sort of designs in quotes and turn them into like print printable production ready mechanical artwork. And, uh, through that process, I kind of learned um, how to do some of that myself so that I wasn't just like unloading terrible sort of like unruly, uh, you know, sort of files to them. And so, um, and so, yeah, I credit a lot of like my early education in, in packaging, production, artwork, and some of that um, to those guys that just sort of would sort of like, you know, I get the ball to the 20 yard line and they would, uh, they would, they would kind of do the rest. I think for young designers, being a part of that production process, it, it helps you become a better designer. Yeah. Understanding, you know, at least taking more control of your design. How long had they been operating since you, when you got there? Kind of, it was still a startup. Uh, yeah. Or at least had that startup mentality. Yeah, totally. No, I got there in 2006. That was the year I graduated from college. And it was kind of the perfect, it was the kind of the, the perfect time to join. It was like things, it, it wasn't like day one, like, we're just trying to figure this thing out. What can it be? There was already some success and some motion and some movement and some, you know, some enthusiasm and some sales. But it wasn't the, like, giant Coca-Cola corporate, you know, organization. And, you know, now I'm, you know, 14, 15 years removed. And I can kind of look back on it and say, wow, that was a pretty special moment for me and for everyone to be involved with. Um and uh, those people that make up, you know, that office are now, you know, they are sort of, uh, they're all over the beverage and snack and CPG world. So in the early days, you know, vitamin water was, was pretty scrappy. Yeah. Um, which, you know, a lot of times means that there's just not a lot of money to, to, to pull together. So your every idea that you, you're putting out there has to deliver a return. Um, and you've talked about designers belonging in the boardroom and yeah. designers, um, you know, not necessarily measuring good or bad design, but successful or unsuccessful design. Um, so how did you do that at Vitamin Water at that time? I think at that time, it was more of a gut thing. 
I'm, if I'm going to yeah. be totally honest, I think when it comes to like, um, you know, sort of impact, I think, and success, measuring success, um, you know, I think that was uh, a feeling more so than a art form in the early days. And I think, again, looking back, you know, from my perspective now, I mean, that's a really powerful think in terms of just knowing what instinctually feels right and knowing what the business is you know or what the brand should be and what it shouldn't be and maybe not relying on testing or too many outside voices to determine that um and i think you know when that when you're working for a brand that sort of has that type of leadership like the you know the leadership that we had at that time you know, it was, it was, it was, it was people that had a really strong point of view and they would, they would lead with their instincts and their gut. And, um, and it was really special. Um, it's, it's not always that easy when you're doing things at the world cup, before, you know, Olympics level, because the stakes are so much higher. And so what I would say is in the early days, right? Like when you go from your gut and, you know, sort of what you feel is right for the brand and what you feel is right for the business, right? You're going to take a lot of swings and you're going to miss some pretty badly. Um, and that happens, you know, especially when you're sort of like young as a company and trying to figure things out as, you know, as, as, as a brand. And I think, you know, in those early days, we were, <laughs> we were taking a lot of swings and we were hitting a lot of, <laughs> we were hitting a lot of uh, 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 of home runs, and you know, but there were some swings and misses for sure, and things that just totally didn't work. But you know, I think we were we were okay. You know what I mean? Like we were able to weather some of those misses because we were having such success with some of the things that were um, that were sort of uh, that that were that were working. And so I think when when things started transitioning to Coca Cola and after the acquisition, and you know, Coca Cola doesn't swing and miss. That's not, you know what I mean? That's not something that they're comfortable doing um, because, the, and, and mostly that's because the stakes are so high yeah, and the, 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 the investments are so much larger so that you kind of, there's no room to miss. And so what happens there is you start to really, you know, overthink things, but also really sort of, um, you know, sort of the funnel gets tighter and you know, start to test things and you have to really prove that what you're going to do is going to help make a difference and in you know for the most part is that's you know effectiveness in terms of uh sales really quite honestly so with the packaging for example whether it was vitamin water or coke or smart water um when you were developing new designs or testing out new bottles mm-hmm. i get it was gut at the startup yeah. level yeah uh, but once you were at coke were there just different metrics that, that had to be met yeah i mean there's there's a lot that goes into it and Quite honestly, as a, you know, as a designer, uh, being a part of that was really educational for me, but also a very, you know, a lot of times incredibly frustrating or challenging because I don't know, designers, um, yeah, it's like you said, you get caught up in the, 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 we have the greatest job in the world, right? You know, like what we do is, 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 uh, is so fun. And then, you know, when you work on something for a couple of years and it goes through rounds and rounds of testing and. Uh, there's rounds and rounds of changes and then it, it, it doesn't see the light of day in the 11th hour and it, you know, gets killed after two years of working on it. Like, 
that that that's that's not fun <laughs> like that can get quite frustrating and um that ultimately was one of the reasons why i found myself in a position where i where i was comfortable to leave coke and um and again i don't want to disparage it because there were so many great things and it was so hard for me to leave because of all the amazing things on the other side, right? Like working with amazing people inside of the company, working with amazing agencies and, you know, sort of uh, studios and advertising agencies and talent and partnerships. And, you know, just like it, it was, it, Coca-Cola is an amazing company to work for and they treat their employees incredibly well. Like it's just, you know, it's, it's in many ways, it is a dream job. And it was for me um, for many, many years. And so, um, that's why I stayed for as long as I did was because quite literally I was, I, 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 I was loving it. And I was, I was afraid of going anywhere else and quite, you know, honestly not having as you know good of a time and not, you know, sort of you know trading in something that I thought was great for something that maybe wasn't as great. And I was um, still learning a lot, um, you know, through most of my twenties, I was, learning the value of brand and design and business and all the things that we were working on. So um, for me, it was the greatest job in the world. And it taught me everything I know about branding and, and business and packaging. What was the one uh, pack design that you worked on while at Coke that, that really stands out to you? Um, the thing I'm most proud of is the redesign of Powerade in 2009. Powerade was a sports drink that I drank a lot as, 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 as a college um, I wouldn't say athlete as a college student, <laughs> um, but my, I went to, like you said, I went to Buffalo, which was a Coke school and, you know, you got your, your vending machines and your college dorm and, um, and you got your, uh, you know, sort of your fake credit card for college. Um, and I would just drink a ton of Powerade and I was uh, a big fan of the brand. And so when the Coke acquisition happened and Glasso was acquired, um, one of the first sort of uh projects or the it wasn't really even a project it was an opportunity was to work on powerade because powerade they moved from atlanta powerade is a 30 year old sports drink and it they moved the entire team from atlanta to new york to basically take some of the the magic that had built vitamin water and smart water and see what they could do to powerade with that and uh, i remember sort of instantly seeing an opportunity that you know for me a young designer in his like early 20s to you know he, he, i saw a brand that needed some some modernization and needed a rebrand and needed a redesign and needed a new attitude it really you know coke has lots of brands and obviously <laughs> um uh, the, pri the the primary focus is on <laughs> coca-cola uh diet coke um coke zero um Sprite, uh, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of brands that take top priority, and Powerade kind of been, I don't know, kind of just wasn't getting the love. Wasn't really getting the love, and I guess you know, in my opinion, it really needed a it needed a design overhaul. And uh, you know, when you see it, when you see a great brand that like kind of has some connection, or a brand that's beloved and well known but needs a design upgrade, is like a I, I imagine it's how like a how like a trainer sees like a like a, 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 a someone that comes into a gym and is like 
you know, a little overweight, but they have like broad shoulders and like, you know what I mean? And they're like, Oh, right. I, I could, I could turn that person into a after photo real quick, you know? Um, and so for me, I saw Powerade and I was like, this is a drink and a brand I love. And I'm a big sports fan. I grew up rooting for the Mets and Knicks. My dad is, and, and both my parents are huge sports fans. And, um, you know, for me, I was like, Ooh, this is an opportunity to really kind of work on a sports drink at a global level that I'm a fan of that really needs design and, uh, help. And so, uh, so I, I, I kind of jumped at the opportunity to, to, to work on that brand, even before they ever, before there ever really was an opportunity kind of, kind of, you know, sort of briefed myself and kind of, you know, made friends with the brand director and started putting designs in their face and showing them what a new version of Powerade could be. And eventually that, uh, came to fruition and, um, and, 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 you know, over the course of, uh, you know, a year or two of, of sort of development launched, uh, in, in 20, in 2009, I believe, um, and is now the global visual identity system for Powerade. And, um, I see it all over the globe and it's something that, you know, came from my computer and, uh, in Whitestone, Queens and something I'm pretty proud of and was something that was, you know, from a packaging perspective. Um, I had done some vitamin water labels and things like that. And I had done some things that I was proud of, but I hadn't done like a rebrand at that scale ever in my life. And did that include a uh, new bottle? So it didn't. Uh, new it, bottle form? It, it didn't. Okay. In fact, uh, the, the bottle form um, stayed the same. Um, and so much so that like the, the, the old logo was on the cap for like years and years and years, even after the rebrand came out. And um, uh, it wasn't until another like, I would say another like decade later uh, that I started working on what would be the new, a new Powerade bottle that um, actually launched like last year. And um, I have my name on the patent, which is something that um, it's the only time I've, I've ever had that happen to me in my time at Coke, which is essentially I'm an inventor of a new sports drink bottle. Um, and we worked with the team at Fuse Project in San Francisco to sort of develop and design that bottle. Yeah, that's right. So you're a you're a patented designer. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I found that out on my uh, on my 35th birthday. Um, I <laughs> I was on a beach in Mexico, and uh, it was a very odd, very unexpected birthday present um, that I was a pat yeah a patented designer, and uh, my wife has multiple patents on her products, and right. so I got to be like I'm also an inventor. Um, and then, you know, she was like, but I've been, I actually invented something. You're just, you know, a name on a, on a list. And I was like, don't, <laughs> don't try to take away my, my, my patents away from me. They're, uh, a hundred percent, you know, uh, or they're one fifth mine. <laughs> so, so you've got, so you got, you know, vitamin water, Coke, smart water. Yes. Powering. Yes. You know, all this, all these icon status patents on Yes. You know, obviously all on in the all in the beverage industry correct uh, and then you quit yeah i mean it, it was uh 11 years total so um a pretty long run and uh yeah a good run and i, I like i said i came in in the beginning at a young as a young designer and kind of this special group of people were were kind of uh you know they were the magic i would say you know outside of the brand that we were building but you know the brands are made by people um and so there were really special people that were part of it and by the time i left i think i was you know it was like looking at like you know two or three of those people left <laughs> you know what i mean of the, of the hundred uh or so people that really made it what it 
you know, what it was in, in the heyday. And, you know, so um, I was the last one off the ship. I, I stayed, uh, I stayed for a really long time, but um, it was time for me to go. And uh, I, I kind of, uh, I felt like I, I had stopped learning and I felt like I stopped really enjoying it um, yeah. as much as I had, you know, every year prior <laughs> and like every year, like, you know, there were so many different things that kept me excited and I started doing speaking engagements and started traveling the world and, you know, and doing keynotes and, um, you know, I have Andrew Gibbs and, you know, Debbie Millman and, uh, you know, the amazing people at Byline and how and um, AIGA. It's like, um, I did a lot of great things that kept me excited in sort of some of my later years that were sort of outside of the office of, of, of Coca-Cola. And, uh, but I was, you know, my day to day, sometimes I would feel like a fraud because I'd get on stage and say I'd had the greatest job in the world. and I'd get back to work and I would be kind of miserable. You know, it was time for me to kind of walk away from it. It was a really hard decision. Um, and, you know, my wife, as I mentioned before, uh, her two patents are for products that she sells and owns and, um, and, and is the CEO and founder and inventor of, uh, of a new type of shower cap. So her business yeah. launched in 2015, and I always give her credit for, for essentially inspiring me, inspiring me, but also giving me sort of some of the, you know, some of the, the comfort or some of the just the the drive to bet on myself because she had done it yeah. and I had watched her do it with great success. And um, when you see someone that close to you do something miraculous and kind of take a bet on themselves and and win, you're like, yeah. I could do that too. And so, um, yeah. yeah. And it's fun, it's funny that you it's funny you mentioned that um, because I remember sitting with you and your wife uh, in Paris and you know we were talking about how uh, how to package the shower cap <laughs> and, and her brand and her brand is, is you know is shower cap um, and you're right it's like redefined the, the product yeah um, and for those you know for those who don't know it's it's this. I, I've never worn a shower cap in my life. I always see them when I go to the, you know, when I go to the hotel and there's always like this little goofy shower cap in there and you, you, you know, you, you put it on as, as like a goof for whoever you're with or yeah. whatever and toss it. Uh, but she, you know, she found this, this, this product to, to like reinvent. And when we were, when we were sitting there, um, you know, I, I think, I think she walked away and you leaned over and, you're, and you were telling me how you were, you were a little jealous <laughs> she had had the confidence to, to launch her dream and create something all of her own. And, and yeah. you wanted to do something similar. Um, yeah. I mean, it, what year was that? 2015, maybe 2014. Yeah. Yeah. yeah some, somewhere in there. Yeah. I mean, my wife uh, is a very confident woman and she's someone that, you know, she believes in her own abilities and her own talents. And she has a lot of that sort of, uh, sort of self-confidence that sometimes I don't have. Um, and um yeah, I mean, and she, she, you know, she, she knew she was onto something, or, or she believed that she was, uh, she had a great idea, and, you know, so much of what makes it a success is not the idea part; it's the execution part. And, um, you know, she, she's been executing <laughs> uh, since that, you know, since Paris. I mean, I believe that if I remember correctly, that was pre-launch of her brand, and, you know, I remember her telling people she was going to reinvent the shower cap and. You know, and and you know, and that sort of gravitas um, and and belief in you know herself and her own ability, like it's it is is pretty miraculous considering she hadn't done it yet. You know, and I remember right. a lot of people like 
you or Andrew or Lee, Leland Mashmeyer from Collins mm-hmm. and now Chabani. And like, I remember Jackie at that conference and in many other places in, in, in our life was, was telling people about it and was, uh, you know, unafraid and, uh, you know, and, and, um, was really, um, excited about it. But, you know, those people now look at me and, you know, and talk to us and say, I didn't really totally believe that you were going to do this, you know, like, <laughs> or like, I, I knew you could, but like, yeah, it was, it was sort of, it was like someone saying that they're going to be, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to play, uh, you know, professional basketball and you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, amazing. You know, uh, I look right. forward, or I'm going to, I'm going to like, uh, I'm going to start a band and we're going to, you know, you know, sort of win a Grammy and it's like, oh, cool. We'll see when it happens. But, um, yeah, I mean, she, 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 again, like any, <laughs> any, any partnership, right. Between a, a sort of a, a marriage or, you know, sort of a relationship that is, is meaningful. Like, you know, I think my wife and I are team and I've picked up some of the things that, you know, her, her that she innately has inside. And I think I've, you know, we, we are the people that we are, we've been together for uh, 13 years. So it's like, we are the people that we are because of each other and we influence each other in those ways. And so um, she, she has the utmost belief in, in herself, but also in me. And I think it allowed me and gave me the sort of like the belief that I could, that I could quite literally, uh, you know, walk away from Coke and not, and, and be, uh, be Alex center and not from Coca-Cola, just be Alex center. And that was something that I was, quite honestly very scared of because coke and vitamin water and those beverage brands that you mentioned like those were quite literally my identity um i would go to parties and i would talk to people and i would i was the vitamin water guy like that was it you know that was right. that was who i was i was out center from coke and you know a lot of my like personal pride and you know i, don't, I like you know quite literally you know who i was was wrapped up in that and so i was very afraid to, to walk away from it and then you and then you launch center design yep. which um you, you came out guns blazing. I think you had um, bomber jackets and it was like a, it was like a real launch. You know, a lot of times people launch an agency and it's kind of quiet. It's like, Oh, Hey, you know, <laughs> a few things on social media, but like, no, you came out, you know, you had a, you know, a jacket and like all sorts of, it was like, it was a, it was a full blown launch. It was awesome. I'm glad that you felt it was that because to me, like it was that, the ja- the story of the jacket is that's 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 a gift from my mom and uh uh my mom on like uh on on mother's day i posted a picture of my mother on instagram you know like everyone does and my mom was wearing like a letterman jacket black and white um in the photo and i think in the caption i said happy mother's day to my mother like you're the greatest and any chance you still have that jacket and um and like, I think this is probably like a couple of years later, I launched center um, and go out on my own. And my mom as a gift bought me basically the replica, same version of the jacket from the, from the Instagram post, but with center on the back. And it was like a, you know, launch gift for, <laughs> for, 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 for me and uh, quite literally an amazing gift. And so when it came time to like launching my own studio, I was like, I need to use the jacket as like this like iconic, you know, sort of moment. And so I just basically hired uh, like a friend of mine to take a bunch of photos of me in the jacket <laughs> and, uh, and, 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 and posted them on Instagram. And, and that was, and then I did a speaking engagement at How Design Live and I wore the jacket and I kind of uh, sort of 
announce the studio and I tried to make it as big of an event as I possibly could. And, you know, um, I'm glad that it, 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 it felt like that. Um, and, uh, you know, but realistically it was just me. <laughs> it was literally just me at a computer, like working with a couple of freelancers, like virtually. Um, so it really wasn't a company, but the truth is, uh, so today we're seven people. And whenever I hire someone full time, I give them, I give them a jacket and I give, I, I basically get the same jacket that my mom got me. Um, and I put their name on the front and I put center on the back. And so it's become a part of our brand, which is this like Letterman jacket uh, tradition and uh, something that's really meaningful to me because it comes from my mother, but it's also just like, you know, it's an awesome, you know, the, you know it's an awesome sort of like moment. I always loved when like rappers would like sign to like Jay-Z, like Rockefeller records and they would get like a chain um, and they would like, you know, they were part of the, you know, the record label and it was sort of like a moment. Um, so that was sort of my inspiration behind, you know, giving everyone on the team their jacket when they like became a full-time employee. So with Center, mm -hmm. you've done a ton of packaging, yeah, uh, a lot of beverages. Yep. You know, Kin yep. um, has some killer packaging. That's an aluminum can. Yep. Um, you've got Con Body, which is like the, the <laughs> it is like a no brainer name, oh, right? Yeah. Where it's like, you know, when you actually see it, you're oh man, why didn't I think of that <laughs> for a gym, right? Like, like, right? We all see the movies and the, yeah, the prison yard, and everybody's like working out, and everybody's ripped, and you're like. I want, you know, that's what I want. It, like, totally makes sense. Well, the story um, there is that Koss, who's the founder of Combody, quite literally spent a long time in prison. So I think that's what makes that brand work. I think if you or I started a prison-style <laughs> workout um, but had never been to prison, I don't know if you've been to prison, maybe you have, but um, uh, yeah, quite literally, it's a, it's a business that um, is the most authentic thing because of Koss, and um, he is uh, he's the real deal, so... Um, yeah, Combody, Combody, we did a little bit of packaging. Kin, we, we certainly did. Uh, you know, that's where the, you know, that's where our work starts with them was, was packaging. And um, yeah, we've done a good amount of package design and, uh, um, and a decent amount of beverage. And, you know, it's, it's sort of a, it's sort of like a double-edged sword or like the devil, you know, it's like, I, we, we work on a lot of projects outside of the beverage and CPG world. But people come to us a lot of times because they want packaging as a, as, a, as a core brand touch point. I would say we're not a package design company. We're a branding company. But a lot of times the brands that we're building, you know, packaging is sort of the most important moment uh, for, for consumer sort of uh, you know, acquisition and, and sort of interaction. So um, I love packaging. I'm a huge packaging fan. That's how we met. That's why we're here, you know. I love packaging and it's sort of like, you know, it's become the niche of, you know, my sort of the, my design studio. And it's, I didn't set out to do that. I really set out to work with startups and entrepreneurs, but at a certain point you realize that like 80% of your clients have like a core packaging component and you're like, okay, this is, this is, this is why people are coming. Right. You know, it's like, um, it's like a band, you know, you maybe want to do experimental house music, but if people love, uh, you know, people love, uh, the pop songs then you know you play the you play the hits yeah crank out the hits yeah. <laughs> so with so with some of these brands that you're starting that you're working with yeah um, that do revolve around packaging mm -hmm. you know what's what's the process uh the strategy sure uh, you know how do you start developing packaging yeah 
Um, we, packaging is part of a sort of multi-phased approach that we do um, in terms of like building any brand. Um, I always just say it's the most important one, <laughs> um, but it's, it's, you know, um, you know, not to get into too inside baseball. I don't know if your, your, your listeners care, but like, you know, typically we start with strategy and naming. Sometimes people come to us with a name and sometimes they don't. So some of these, some of these brands, some of these projects we're naming, but a lot of times we're doing strategy. So um, a great deal of thinking and research and, you know, sort of, um, and manifestos and personalities and, and, and really coming up with what is the idea behind the brand and sort of um, before we do anything in the design, you know, sort of a space before we, 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 we get to any sort of, uh, you know, sort of work. Um, and then we do brand foundation work, which um, typically is us exploring what a brand could visually look like. Um, this is part of my Skillshare class is like how to build brands. That, and so I kind of go through the process of shameless plug for my Skillshare, but um, essentially, Absolutely. essentially what we do is like, we kind of explore, you know, we have this strategy and we have this like, you know, sort of um, idea that behind the brand of what it's going to mean in the world. But then it's like, how do we take that idea and visually manifest it into uh, a logo and colors and design system? And that can take, that could take form in like a bunch of different ways. So typically we kind of, you know, you know, like any design sort of uh, studio or, you know, team, it's like you, you kind of throw spaghetti at the wall and you make a ton of stuff and you see what, what feels right and what pays off the strategy and has a sort of visual idea. Um, and, uh, and, and then we kind of blow those out to a lot of different touch points. So, you know, everything from website to social media, to add a home to, uh, you know, sort of uh, logos and boxes, but primarily it's like, does it work on a package design? And is it, you know, is the package design, you know, I, I sometimes a lot of clients come to mm -hmm. us and they're like, you know, they, they love that, the, you know, it's important to show that the brand lives and exists in other places other than just the packaging. But, you know, at the end of the day, they're like, you know, they're, they're, they're most focused on that, but like what we try to show and try to, you know, sort of help our, you know, sort of our, our clients and our partners understand it's like a brand is the, you know, you know, summation of all of its parts. And yes, packaging is, I would say the core of it. You might even say the center of it. Um, there's so many other things that sort of ruminate and, and sort of uh, exist that will make people fall in love with the brand or not. But to me, if it works on packaging, then it's, then, then it, then it, then it can work in all those other places. But if it doesn't work on packaging, it, it might not work. Especially for then, products that are in supermarkets and stores and bodegas and things that need to be sold on shelves. You know, a lot of times working with startups, they don't realize with packaging, there are minimums. So, you know, they'll might, they might come to you with an idea of, we want this custom bottle. Oh yeah. Um, but they've got low runs. So you're able to make things work with stock shapes and just creating yeah great packaging around that um can you, can you talk about that maybe with um, sure example for for spoon or kin yeah i mean i think like and this is something i even experienced at coke with like all the money in the world like custom bottles are amazing and they're the best way to differentiate yourself from like your competition but also they're the easiest way to like spend all of your budget <laughs> you know what i mean it's a very expensive very time consuming thing to create a proprietary ownable structure design and you know when we were at coke sometimes we'd launch something and be like okay what are the 85 bottles that this company makes 
that we could use as the base for this product, for this new packet, you know, for this new brand or this new product or this, you know what I mean? And so it's like, even at a company that large that can, can afford to maybe, you know, sort of think about structural design in that way and make things that are completely ownable and unique, like even inside of Coke, sometimes we would say, oh, we don't have the budget for this project. We need to use this bottle that Minute Maid uses. You know what I mean? For for this sports drink, or we'd have to take another bottle, uh, you know, like you said, a off the shelf bottle, and just use that, you know, and 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 use, you know, the label and use the identity as a means to differentiate. So I think that's the same thing when it comes to startups, right? Startups have you know startup budgets for the most part, and so, you know, yes, it'd be amazing to do something completely proprietary, completely ownable, completely unique, and you know, differentiate your eggs from all the other eggs on the shelf, but you know, it, it probably makes more sense to launch and see if people like your eggs first, you know, and um, use the sort of traditional carton that you can, you know, that you can scan and you can uh, use, you know, aesthetics and visual identity to, to differentiate. And, you know, maybe then if the brand is, you know, the, the eggs are flying off the shelf, then, you know, maybe you, you start to, you make the investment in sort of creating something that is uh, a bit more unique and a little bit more, you know, special. But, um yeah, I mean, some brands, uh, you know, they know that they're the 800th ice cream in the cooler or they're the, you know, you know, they're, you know, not the, you know, they're the 35th, you know, you know, water plus, you know, antioxidants, you know, product. And so, you you know, the one of the best ways to differentiate from the competition is by to have your own bottle and Obviously, Coca-Cola is the greatest uh, case study in the history of mankind when it comes to, you know, cre creating a, a, a ownable bottle shape that, you know, can be felt in the dark, right? And uh, and is distinguishable um, with your eyes closed that it's a Coke. So, I mean, those things are very important, but a lot of times startups that, you know, that we work with are not super funded. They don't have, like, even, even to pay for a design project is, for a lot of them is, 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 is a lot. Um, and so we got to make do with what we can. And, you know, that's why we, you know, we try to create branding systems that are so unique and so special and so different, you know, you can put it on a, a, a traditional can or something that is maybe, you know, what everyone else is doing in seltzer, but what would you try say to differentiate to and make it feel a special. startup out there that's working to work with you? You know, what are the top, what are the top three things they need to know coming in? Um, that we, that we, that we really care, you know, like we are a new studio that like wants the business and the brand to be successful. And, you know, ultimately because we want those brands to be successful for, for their business, but we also care about it for our business. Right. So, um, I, I want to be a part of building brands that are doing things differently or, you know, sort of doing things that are somewhat differentiated or special or something that I believe in um, because um, this is the greatest joy like that I've had in my entire career quite literally is waking up every single day and working on these uh, projects that we have and um, uh, and I and I'm very choiceful and selective in the ones that I quite honestly want to do and, and that's a incredible luxury that I have um, but I've earned, I believe, over the 15 years of working as a graphic designer to be able to be a bit choiceful about the projects and the brands that I want to select, that I want to work on. Um, 
we're also a small team. So we try to keep the overhead low and, um, you know, we're not a, we're not a 150 person, you know, pentagram or Landor Wolf Olin's type company. We're, we're a small team. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, the thing that I would say to those companies, it's like, if you want to do something that's like kind of new and exciting and different and, um, and, and, but also kind of has a place on shelf in the package design arena, like we're the right team for that company. And, you know, we're sort of, uh, you know, um, we're, we're not a traditional uh, design studio. I've never worked for a design studio in my entire life. So um, the way I approach it is maybe a little bit different than how someone approaches it at some some other some other company that's had been around for you know 10 years or you know 20 years or 30 years right like i come in from it from a business and in-house perspective which is i've only worked on the client side and so for me to kind of go to the other side i i think we kind of become partners for our clients more so than we are sort of hired help so i think that's one of the things that makes our studio kind of um unique is that you know we work a little bit different with our with our clients because we are in some ways an extension of their team and a lot of times their team is small you know a couple people you know four or five people and then we get on our call <laughs> with our four or five people um uh, and then we're a 10 person company and so it's like you know, that's how kind of our, our projects and that's kind of how we, that's kind of how we work right now. We're not working with too many like, you know, Cokes or Targets or, you know, uh, you know, Nikes or Apples or Facebooks, you know, we're working with like small teams that are like, you know, launching things for the first time or they're in the first couple of years and, or, and they want to like take it to the next level. So I haven't had the chance to collaborate with you on a project recently for United Sodas. I know that's releasing what it definitely felt like that. It was a small group of people on your side, it was a small group of people on, on their side and, and, and myself. And yeah. you do get involved in mm -hmm. all the details. It becomes that, you know, 10 person company all of a sudden. It's like you're all part of it. Can you tell us a little bit about United Sodas and the the pack the pack design around that? Yeah, United Souls of America is one of the, is the latest thing that we um, are, have launched into the world, and it's um, I think it's the best representative or best representation of that idea that I was just talking about about us quite literally feeling like we're owners in a in, in a company. Um, uh, you know what I mean? Like we are in control, or you know, we are working on every single part of that brand, and that is you know, obviously starts with package design, but that is extends to every other piece of, uh, of the business. And so for us, I've been working on that project for uh, almost uh, two years now, a uh, little under. So, you know, that's a project I've been working on for almost since, you know, the, since the launch of Center. Um, so um, our relationship is, is, is exactly what I described before, which is a relationship where, there's a client and there's a, there's a brand team. There's a business, there's, there's, there's the business and client team, which is three people. <laughs> and then there's center, which uh, today is seven people, but you know, on that project is probably, you know, maybe four or five of us. 
And together we are one team that's working on launching this brand together. And um, that's, that's kind of really special because we've been doing it for so long, but like, it's, 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 we're not like the agency and the relationship between us and the company is, 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 is sort of, is, is pretty fluid. And so um, when we bring in outside resources to help on projects, like, you know, when you, you guys came in to help us with the sort of uh, secondary packaging and things like that, like we're all a part of those meetings, we're all a part of the conversation. And so it sort of creates this like, you know, sort of uh, this bond between us and, and the company where it's like, we're sort of the creative services department of the United Sodas of America. And um, that's been really, really fun for me. And like, I was in Cincinnati trying all the flavors. I was in Dallas at the plant for the, for the labeling. Like I've been a part of every single moment of building and launching this brand. And that's how it was when I was with Coke and vitamin water, right? Like I was a part of all of the, you know, every single creative, you know, sort of touch point in terms of launching this brand. But now we're just doing it for ourselves and we're doing it, you know, for something that doesn't exist and something that's brand new. And um, that to me is like the most fun. <laughs> like I love absolutely, you know, I love that so much. And so I'm so proud of like what we were able to do and what we're doing and like um, launching in the middle of this you know, global pandemic and, um, and, 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 and reinventing the, you know, the soda category it's really it's 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 an amazing project and it's something that is a perfect example of like the way in which we work with people yeah not every project is like that some projects are you get hired you do it for six weeks or eight weeks or three months and then you hand over the files and you say goodbye you know here's a link to the you know to the to the, to the assets and to the files and deliverables and here's your invoice you know and uh Hey, that's there's there's that's fine, and uh, still try to treat those projects as uh, as if you know, uh, as if we're owners and like we're part of the team. But you know, uh, I I prefer it this way, where we can kind of be, like I can really be in it with the with the, with the, with the with the client, and really quite literally feel like I'm a part of it. And uh, Marisa, who is the you know is the CEO there, it's like she's you know she and I talk about this brand and this business like every week and we are, you know, incredibly, you know, sort of like, she's just an amazing rock star. And it's uh, so as we wrap yeah. up here, you know, can you, what's your, uh, what's your perspective or how do you define packaging in like one small, one, <laughs> one brief how do bullet? Yeah, this is a this is a deep one. I'll try to be, um, I'll try to try to be, um, try to be eloquent, I guess, or you know, sort of uh, poetic if I can. I see packaging as the um, the introduction between people and product. I see it as the moment that you walk into a party or dinner party or an event or a classroom and you don't know anyone in the room and you have to introduce yourself and shake people's hand and, or don't shake people's hand. You don't do that anymore. But you, from six feet away, you say, hi, my name is Alex Center. I'm from Oceanside, New York. I love sports. I love design. I love comedy. And uh, you know, I, I, I love building brands. 
you know, and that's my, that's my introduction, you know, that's who I am and that's what I'm about. That's how I introduce myself and the people. And I see packaging as, as that for products. When I design a package project, I think, how do I want to introduce what's inside of this bottle, bag, glass, pouch to humans? And how do I make what's special on the inside, digestible, entertaining, trustworthy? Alex, thanks a lot. Appreciate you being on. If someone's out there, of course, startup brand, they want to reach out to you. What's the best, where's the best place to find you? Yeah. So my personal Instagram is the one uh, where my screen time is the highest. Um, That's at the Alice center on Instagram. Uh, The studio that I founded and the uh, seven people um, that I spend the most time on zoom with are uh, center Brooklyn, C E N T E R B K L Y N. And uh, yeah, um, those are the best places to find me. Slide into those DMs if you have any questions about packaging of any sort. Of course, I'll have links to your uh, your Skillshare class. Skillshare is an amazing organization. I can't recommend it enough. There's so many great classes with amazing teachers. And um, yeah, just a, a, as, a, as a, if you're a young designer out there and um, you, you're interested in, in, in sort of, uh, you're interested in design and branding and, and specifically packaging, um, I think my class is a good place to start. And in, in fact, it was originally supposed to be a package design focused class. Um, but uh, we kind of shifted it a little bit to, to, uh, to be a bit broader for, you know, branding. But uh, I definitely talk a lot about packaging on that class and, uh, and uh, maybe might do another one maybe in the future that's a bit more packaging specific. But yeah, uh, take, a, take, a, take, a, take a look at Skillshare. That link is yeah, uh, I'll, I'll make sure to include my it on Instagram the show bio as well. All right. Alex, thank you very much, man. Cool. Appreciate it. Do check out Alex's branding and packaging Skillshare. Links in the show notes. And if you want to learn more about packaging and sketching concepts, you can check out my Skillshare as well. Thank you once again to Alex for being on. Thanks to you for listening. Talk soon.